0: Keeping separate lives is important, mm-hmm. not to be like your couple therapist. I you're just talking but, about the nature yeah. of
1: love. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> if we need therapy, I'm gonna go straight to you.
0: <laughs> a very mean-spirited person who's fucked up everything in his life. That's.
1: you, got, right you have a girlfriend now. You haven't fucked it up yet. You're That's
0: drinking. Wait, a, a third I can bottle. Can keep it alive for two months. <laughs> Paul's
2: got a third Paul's bottle of liquor.
0: Third
1: bottle of alcohol <laughs> on the podcast.
3: His life is... Dude, your life is everything's
0: tight, going bro. good for me,
3: Nicole. <laughs> <laughs>
1: crushing life right now.
3: (laughs) All right, here we go, fellas. He's got the red dead shot glass.
1: Welcome to Big Facts No Cap, the number one podcast with Ghostface Killas and Bridezillas. I'm Nicole, and this is Adrian and Paul. Let's get started. Big Facts. No. Cap. Big
0: Facts. No. Cap. No Cap. Big Facts. No. Cap. Big Facts. No. Cap. No. No Cap. Cap. No. Cap. No. No, cap. no. cap. no cap. No. Cap.
2: Alright. So Paul is on his best behavior because we have guests, because normally he drinks straight from the bottle.
1: Mm.
2: Um <laughs> today. Oh,
1: he brought the bottle right there though.
2: <laughs> I keep these
0: upstairs in my office for the pod <laughs>
1: Is there like a goal, like what, recording one podcast equals what, like half a bottle?
0: I think this might actually be a problem. I bought this, oh my god, when I was dropping my girlfriend off at the airport last week on Tuesday.
2: Mm. Wait, is that, It's not Whiskey Lipa Gin, is it?
0: No, this is a uh,
2: local whiskey, Mother Earth. That oh, looks very fancy. Normally Paul's sipping on Whiskey Lipa
1: Gin. <laughs> you could do the Rocks tequila instead, if you're trying to go for names.
2: Wait, The Rock has a tequila? Yeah.
1: yeah. It's Wait, pretty good.
2: Did you listen to his verse on uh Tech Nine's new album? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh Phil texted me about it, so I listened to it in my car, and then I got out of my car and immediately Pierce asked me if I had listened to it. <laughs> Better or worse than his verse on Moana. Worse. Worse. Uh yeah, worse.
3: But like it's not, but it's, serviceable. It's not super embarrassing.
2: Um, All right, so this is uh, an introduction to Nicole. Uh, Nicole, a.k.a. Nikki, a.k.a. Nicole9, a.k.a. Keep That Five Nine On Me, call that? a gift from Royce. Nicole is a friend of mine, a a lab mate, a colleague, all of those things.
1: That's it.
0: (laughs) You told me she likes termites. That's a pretty interesting fact about Nicole. She doesn't love
2: termites, but she studies them.
1: I think they don't get enough clout. I think everyone, everyone loves the other social insects, like bees and ants, but those bees aren't the bad guys. Everyone hates wasps, though. Yeah, well, I don't even like wasps. So, but ants are technically the bad guys because they'll eat anything, whereas termites are good guys. They're like the vegans of the insect like group. Wait, wait,
0: explain this because they eat houses where people
2: live and sleep well, and shelter. Wait, is
1: that what? Is that what? No, that's so. A fact, house
2: is not a living creature. A home is if you have the people in <laughs> it. Is.
1: They don't discriminate. They'll just eat any type of wood. Um, Okay. (laughs) But only 10% of termite species are actually pests. So it's a lot smaller group than you think that eat houses.
0: Okay, and the rest are just killing healthy trees that we need for uh, to convert carbon dioxide into oxygen.
1: Not healthy, they actually
0: I learned that in elementary <laughs> school by the way.
1: <laughs> not healthy trees. The better
0: matter matches a scientist.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, not healthy trees. They only eat the dead ones um and they actually help convert nitrogen so that the next growing trees yeah. can have nitrogen more...
2: cycle ever heard yeah. of it, bro? I, I
0: I know a lot about the cycle of life from The Lion King just is the, the nitrogen cycle and yeah. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just immediately shot down.
0: This is why nobody likes scientists.
2: Um, Boy, oh boy, the anti- anti-intellectualism of this country that Paul brings up. That's um, our
0: dynamic. You're a science learning ass nerd, and I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm a, a, cool a man guy. of the people.
2: <laughs> I'm a cool uh, guy. But yeah, so Nicole, do you want to say anything else to the audience? Anything you think people need to know for context of who you are, where you're from, what you're about, if you're still Jenny from the block or not?
1: No longer Jenny from the Block. Used okay. to be. That's an old old side of me. Mm. Um, but I don't know. I'm Polish. I feel like it's important to know, especially wedding mm-hmm. stuff, a lot of cultural things in um, planning a wedding. And then I grew up in New York City, but I don't think I really have an accent. I don't really say coffee like people assume. So <laughs> no, um, I don't think
2: I've ever heard anyone say that outside of like a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So
1: that's all. Even, Queens is the best borough.
2: Okay. That I respect sums that. It up. That's where my brother lived.
0: Why is Queens the best borough outside of affordability?
1: Um, it is the most diverse area. Okay. Um,
2: what you want? You want Afghan food? You want some <laughs> Cuban food?
1: <laughs> has good food. It's more residential area too. Um, it's not like skyscrapery in any way. It's just like you can still get the old Greek style
2: coffee cups. You can't get that in Manhattan anymore.
1: I know exactly the place I can yeah, get that. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: One of my friends like has a
0: porcelain version of that because I guess she thinks they're cool. I
2: have one too because I couldn't find a real one for a friend. <laughs>
0: In Manhattan, behind a bar, I saw a big stack of them, and so I asked the bartender if I could buy them for a dollar. And she was like, "Why do you want them?" She was clearly concerned that they were worth something, and that I was like getting one over on her. I was like, I, "A friend thinks they look cool." She and was She was just like, like okay. she was just
2: pawn started." She was like, "Let me call a friend really quick. Let me get a little quick appraisal." Like, <laughs> that was like that was her
0: attitude. <laughs>
2: she was like, "Why do
0: you want it?"
1: I'm surprised you even offered a dollar. I feel like I'd be like, "Can I just have that?" It's a cup, <laughs> please. <laughs> yeah, it is a
0: paper cup. I paid too much. <laughs> But I did get like 10 of them. I wanted as many as she would give me. And it was a nice souvenir for a friend.
1: Well, um, you saved a lot of money getting that as a souvenir rather than actually going to a store yeah. and grabbing a <laughs> su- real souvenir.
2: <laughs> that's the kind of friend Paul is. Nicole, what's
0: your favorite g- gift Pierce has gotten you who is uh, off to the side? Whoa,
1: whoa.
2: Are we just going to go straight into the newlywed game? Is the oh, game? that's one of your answers? <laughs> no, but let's not, let's not get into that uh, territory.
0: <laughs> okay. for For the audience's sake, we have Nicole's fiance on mic too.
3: Hello. I'm Pierce.
2: I'm um, addition to Nicole. We got Pierce in the house.
1: <laughs> He's an extension.
0: You know how when you're playing Monopoly with a big group of people and there isn't enough pieces for everybody, one of the couples ends up being oh, a team? Yeah, yeah. This is kind of Pierce and Nicole on this podcast right now. Yeah, it's kind of like that. <laughs>
3: exactly. But she makes all the decisions and I try to just choose which pawn we're using to push along the board.
1: <laughs> He's like, I like green better than white. Let's pick the green one. <laughs>
2: uh, so if it wasn't apparent... One of the things that's going on with Nicole is that she is getting married at some point in the future. The other part of the theme for Nicole is medieval times, but we'll get into that soon. Um, but let's do a quick media roundup before, and then we'll get into these uh, these thematic elements with uh, Nicole. Paul, I know you watched a great movie last night.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I watched Venom. Uh, I really don't have much to say about that. It was as bad as you would expect. Um... You know, in one part Venom who is taking control of the main character makes him write the word dick on his computer over and over. That got big laughs from the audience. I mean, that's classic comedy right there. And then I've been watching the Netflix show, I just finished it before we recorded Midnight Mass, which mm. Nicole, are you are are you Catholic? Yes, I am. Okay, yeah. I think you you might enjoy it. If you see the horror in religious mm. stuff, it's it's a it's a good show from that angle. I also I grew up Catholic, so if, if that's banging around in the back of your head it's a good
2: show
1: mm. I'll add it to my list my ever-growing list of mm. things to watch
2: <laughs> so Nicole what do you want to recommend to the people out there uh, uh, so that since you're a guest your media roundup can be like anything you can be like a year ago I read this book and I liked it or you can anything from what you're liking now or just something obscure that you think people should get on
1: uh I feel like now I'm trying to think of like the best books I've ever read or the best like shows I've ever seen. it be the
2: uh, Spotify top 100. Well
0: people don't need so to know about Breaking Bad you know what I mean? Like
1: um... Have you heard about
3: the show Better Call Saul?
2: <laughs> I was gonna say one thing I was gonna talk about was Squid Game but I was like I don't think anybody needs to hear about Squid Game. Um, <laughs> oh yeah I watched that too. I'm not no. done with it yet but my review so far is it got good in episode 4 but it's only been like pretty good so far as like. I think
0: I saw a tweet that you might resonate with which is everybody would hate Squid Game if this was a live action remake of an anime
2: oh i like that uh and then the other thing was uh because Wait, you're not gonna give nicole her chance oh she's to... thinking she's taking a minute to process so i'm giving i'm stalling for her mm-hmm. because drake texted me because of my reference last episode about over the garden wall i watched over the garden wall again and it is as delightful as always what a great series uh all right nicole anything you want to get the people on
1: um what did i like oh a tv show i like is the marvelous mrs Maisel. I don't know if you guys... That one has
2: been a sleeper hit.
1: Yeah, I feel like people don't talk about it. People who have seen it are like, oh, it's really good. I've never heard anyone say anything against it. But the number of people that I've talked to that have seen it is few. So that's a great one. I recommend. As for books, I'm throwing this back to when I was a kid. My favorite book was, I think in like fifth grade, The Five People You Meet in Heaven by Mitch Albom. It's not that long and it's pretty much about a guy dying and then how he goes through deal, how he figures out that he's dying and like goes through his life after death
0: who are the five people the wacky one the asian one the i, I, I couldn't think of a bit for this never
2: mind let's cut <laughs> that okay, okay. i was about to say i feel like you go like the smart one the pretty one not the asian one <laughs> that's how you know i know asian i'm one? dead <laughs> they're one-fifth of the
0: population of the world Adrian. <laughs> it just yeah. makes sense every one of the five people you meet i will
1: say there is an asian girl in there so she is oh, one man. of the five people
2: all right Balls right. okay um, all right, so Nicole, do you want to say anything about uh, the topic of weddings? Or Paul, do you have anything you want to open up with about weddings in general? People who know my feelings, I've talked about it on pod before. Nicole knows my feelings. I've clowned on her before. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, what was y'all's engagement?
0: How was that?
1: It was great. Pierce did a great job. I am um, kind of, I'm very in tune when things are happening to other people, but when they're happening to me, to me, I'm very oblivious. So I had no clue that he was planning to propose. Start with, we dated. we've been dating for six years now, five years. 'Cause we got engaged about a year ago. And what we did was we went back to call our college where we met. We went for a walk. He proposed to me on campus. And then afterwards we went to a really nice restaurant. And then we went to this jack-o'-lantern event, which we went to every year when we were in Providence, which is where we went to school. Stayed in Providence for the night. So it was a very good well thought out plan that I was oblivious to.
0: Congrats to y'all. How good's the wedding gonna be? Can I get invited? Open bar.
1: Paul can be on the B list if we're like, oh, we need to fill the seats <laughs> up. <laughs> we can like, oh, let's invite Paul.
0: <laughs> I'll accept nothing less than groomsmen.
3: Okay, I'll let you know if one of my brothers dies <laughs> and I need a replacement.
2: Ooh, a Paul for a Paul. Yep.
3: Ooh. My brother was named Paul, by the way, Paul.
0: Oh, did your parents do that thing where you all had names that start with P, or is that just
3: they were attempting it, but my, my, par- they my parents they ran out of ideas.
0: Ready. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have a lot of thoughts about weddings. I'll, I'll leave it to you, Nicole, since you're planning one. Yeah. Anything
3: you want to talk about? Anything?
2: uh... Troubles, trials, tribulations, fun facts, things you didn't expect?
1: Uh, I get very um, fatigued easily with wedding planning. <laughs> so I do things and then I take a really long break. And then I do some things again and then I take a really long break. Longer than I should.
2: That's
0: how I do my actual work.
1: <laughs> mm, yeah. Maybe that is, what are your
0: wedding colors? Is that a thing?
1: Yeah. 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 A lot of people go wedding themes, wedding colors. But nice catch, Paul. Um, our Colors are like purple, silver, and then maybe... You might do touches of blue as like a tertiary color. Oh, I think
2: you've talked about that when you're talking about flower arranging. Yes, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. So flowers, decorations, like bridesmaids' dresses, things like that, go in theme. If you want? To, I take. I've taken some quizzes, and my theme it says like rustic and formal with a touch of whimsical. Oh, like Willy Wonka. <laughs> yeah, essentially. <laughs> <So you're basically laughs> That's doing what doing I would have Willy said. Wonka. That's how I would have pegged you. Wait, I've already got. Did you guys that see? Timothy
2: Chalamet is starring as Wonka in a gritty reboot prequel of Willy Wonka. Wait, I know. Uh, <laughs> this is not me making
0: this up. This is real. I'll send you the article. <laughs> there was a movie that I was watching a trailer for, and it was like the t- trailer was obviously about Princess uh, Diana. The whole time I was just like, are they just going to call it Diana? Is that going to be the name of it? And it wasn't. I forget what it was called. Prince Diana other day? <laughs> it was her maiden name, I think. The Princess Diana movie is really popular, so they have to make a sequel. <laughs> Diana 2, <laughs> she's back again. <laughs> um, this time
3: it's a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs>
0: diana i thought that limo crashed
2: no i survived <laughs> and i'm back for justice she's half android <laughs> i guess you'd just be an android <laughs> um all right cool well i guess if the, the theme is obviously always very general so paul do you want to do a wedding roundup i think you've been to way more weddings than i have i've been to two so that's i don't have too many stories about it i went to my brothers they got divorced after a handful of years um also we fell asleep on the train and missed ops so we were late to my <laughs> my brother's wedding And then the other one that I went to was my neighbor's wedding from when I was a kid. And the the only story I have there is he asked me to be an usher. And so I did it for him. And it was when I went there that I realized that it was me and the two black people that went to his church that were working (laughs) as like staff members (laughs) like that. And like the other guy who was the only other black dude who wasn't working during the wedding worked the reception as the bartender. And I was like, they're really going for a vibe here.
0: That's Um, so funny.
2: So it was pretty chill. Pretty cool
0: trying to think if there's any like unique lebanese customs so that nicole can talk about unique polish customs i want to say lebanese weddings are pretty gaudy they, they hire like like every lebanese wedding i've been to there's been professional hired dancers who like bring torches and like fire and stuff and they like professionally dance I mean, that's pretty dope in yeah. front of everybody to like oh, intro in the bride are you
2: telling me that you're not gonna hire like chicago teenagers to do some juke dancing at your wedding you're right and there's gonna be footwork. footwork at my wedding there's gonna be
0: professional level footwork
1: what's
3: that guy's name dj diesel or not <laughs> dj not diesel sure. dj uh, some dj, guy. DJ
1: guy. diesel shack yeah, isn't DJ it diesel
3: Shaq. <laughs> there's some chicago footwork artist dj something he's got he's got hits such as
2: drank kush bars is he available for weddings he's dead
0: Oh Rashad, you're Should've talking about. Oh, oh yeah, Rashad. DJ Rashad. <laughs> yeah, Rashad. My favorite DJ Rashad song is "Look at that bitch." That bitch got on Case with. Look at that bitch. That bitch got on Case with, and then it keeps going for like ten minutes. <laughs> look at that bitch. That bitch got on k with. Oh
3: shit! Look at that bitch. That bitch got on k with. Oh shit! Look at that bitch. That bitch got on k Swift. Oh
2: shit! That must have been like, been like what, like a 2003 song? Is that when K-Swiss was big? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's fire. It just makes me giggle. Um, um, so, any
0: interesting uh Polish customs, Nicole? You're not gonna ask me about my Guatemalan traditions. I assume the whole town gets together to buy the bride a shoe or something. What's the? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Okay.
0: Sorry, buddy. it. Got that out.
2: <laughs> oh, no, we're keeping that in. We're playing it twice. Damn it.
0: <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna get canceled in five years. <laughs> Keep that in. All right, Nicole, what you got?
1: Uh, so I think the best custom is the fact that our weddings are actually three days. Uh, so the first day is, like, a classic, like, American wedding where you have the ceremony, have the reception. Uh, the second day is just for family and, like, really close friends. Uh, so it's, like, half the people, and that's actually the event where the, like, bride and groom can get hammered and, Uh, like, (laughs) pass out, because the first one has to be, like, it's more formal of a day um where they're taking pictures the second day is like just for them to celebrate and get rowdy and then the third day is more of like a dinner but at all the events there's always vodka on the table um a lot of food um there's like a there's like a table of like cultural dishes that everyone brings like hand brings in and hand makes and some of it's alcohol
0: oh so it's like all polish weddings have like a potluck element
1: yeah, they have like one table that's kind of like potluckish. Mm. So it's like so it's like smoked meats that people handmade or like sa- salads they made themselves or alcohol like we have like moonshine, yeah. moonshine that we make ourselves. So there's always that kind of table in the corner of weddings.
2: Ooh, I know what I'm making. I'm making you guys homemade nacho fries. Nice. <laughs> oh, Pierce, does your family bring any uh, tradition to this wonderful. or? I'm
3: American through and through, mm. so I'm pretty boring. Um I don't really so like I'm just like Irish and Canadian, so <laughs> those don't really make an exciting combo for traditions at weddings. Uh, aside from excessive alcohol consumption, um, beyond that, my mom is a classically trained singer, so she always sings at the mass. But Ooh. meh, so I don't know nothing nothing as exciting or, or obtuse as some of the Polish traditions.
2: And so, what's this relationship with medieval times that you have, Nicole? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Adrian, you didn't want
0: to tell us about Guatemalan traditions? <laughs> oh, I don't know any. I haven't been to a Guatemalan wedding.
2: Your brother's. Mm. He's Guatemalan. He was half Guatemalan, half white. Mm. And half Vermont white, you know what I mean? He got <sighs> <little> real rid- diluted.
1: <laughs> the Vermont was just also, like kicked yeah, the Guatemalan was, out of him. <laughs> it was a
2: half white, half Guatemalan gay marriage in New York. <laughs> I don't think there was any Guatemalan traditions in there. Um, I do know, though, that part of the story was that uh they got engaged the day that uh gay marriage was legalized in new york oh
1: cool
2: yeah. by accident what... like that was a coincidence or <laughs> they didn't even realize that's why my brother always used to do that thing where he was like i'm not getting married until gay people can get married because i'm gay <laughs> so that's my <laughs> limit <laughs> really profound <provides> that. <laughs> that's an old harris whittles joke <laughs> So this medieval times thing, what's going on with that?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love medieval times. I have so many fond memories. It was a lot of, um, a lot of birthdays. So I'm Hmm. from New York city. And so we'd go into New Jersey to go to the medieval times there. And I remember going like multiple times, sometimes just like my parents, me and my sisters, sometimes it was like whole, like Polish families. So we have a lot of like extended friends that my parents, like family friends. So we'd go in like these groups to this medieval times. Um, my favorite team is the green team and the white team. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait. Um,
3: Can you, what is Medieval Times? Oh, Here's okay. Like, what is Medieval Times? I don't know what you're. I thought you just meant you liked, like, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. I do like Lord of the Rings. That's <laughs> a,
2: also not I mean, it's Middle Earth. <laughs> we,
0: interestingly enough, we've talked about Medieval Times before on the pod because have, there was one in Myrtle Beach. I made yeah. sure
2: to listen to that episode so we don't repeat too much information. Um, Medieval Times started in Orlando, Florida, mm-hmm. it is a dinner theater event. Uh, where... Oh,
3: this is like one of those Dolly Parton things. Yes, exactly.
2: It's that kind of thing in a touristy thing where you overpay mm-hmm. to go watch a dinner and a show where knights compete in various skill challenges. Mm-hmm. They then have a fighting tournament, and the narrative is usually that one knight is picked as like the main knight to go fight the bad guy. Um... And then they do cool stuff like falconry, and they like do uh, archery on like horseback, and you get to eat like half a chicken, and they give you like grog and a fucking mug. It's, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> and it's like a little it's,
0: coliseum setup, like you're sitting all mm-hmm. around
2: the area where the yeah, knights you can buy are. a sword it while you're waiting exactly to go. Exactly like a Dolly Parton thing. That is exactly right. The yeah. Dolly Parton show is also exactly that. Okay.
1: <laughs> But Sounds this good. one's cooler.
0: <laughs> oh, and every well, section you have a knight's though. color. So what oh, Nicole yeah. was so saying when is, you go, you go sit in, you in get a given section. a team to root for.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, so okay. you get a little crown that like tells you what team you're supposed to be a part of. Yeah. Sweet. Sorry, Which my favorite's always the blue and the black and white knight. I don't like green. I don't like green as a color.
1: Oh, green's one. Of, green's my second favorite color so i had to root for green unless i got chosen a different one i always i came in open-minded and whatever team i got i got
2: but. i did not so i've told this story before on the pod but i got green knight and i was mad about it and then you like wait like an hour before you actually go in where you're just like hanging out in the cocktail mm-hmm. area where you can buy swords or whatever and like <laughs> your parents can drink and uh i was so like angry about it because i hated the color green and then the green knight ended up being the one who lost like every skill challenge because he sucked but then he won in like the little mini tournament to see who gets to go fight the th- main guy so it was like a Underdog come from behind story, and so eventually yeah. he was the one that was chosen. And I was like, "Yeah, Green Knight, let's go! <laughs> You're all of us. <laughs> We're all Green Knight on this day."
0: <laughs> I should go as an adult to see if it's still as good.
1: That's what I think. Your I think seem to enjoy take it. a trip. Oh, yeah. your parents have been as well. Well, they would go with me. Yeah,
2: they didn't just send me in a
1: lot <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "Have fun."
2: Do they exist out west? Are there any in California? I have sent a Nicola text showing the Google Maps that is about 6 hours 40 minutes to the Mm -hmm. Buena Park, uh, (laughs) SoCal uh, Medieval Times.
1: So road trip coming soon.
2: Um, Okay, so cool. So uh, we're already pretty far in, but I'm going to do one quick pivot because I could not find a Medieval Times article. Uh, Originally I was going to do a column from the Medieval Times, but they're all pretty boring. Mm. then I thought that oh medieval times technically is called the Middle Ages so I was like let's do a com about being middle aged but then I was like none of these really re- applied to Nicole <laughs> so uh, she's still just a little youngin um and so I was like okay well let's do so- one other pivot so that we can just get for the audience's column. sake Nicole is twelve she is a child bride
1: mm-hmm, just- yep.
3: But pierce is also 12 in
2: that case <laughs> no 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 pierce is no, an no, old no. man this is like 26 years old in, yeah.
3: case, in case the
2: blue knights are listening
1: yeah. a, da- a dowry was pla- paid
2: um what i actually ended up picking was a column about trivia because aside from all those other things i said at the beginning you're also a trivia partner
1: that is true
2: so what's your what's your history of the trivia why do you like it so much I don't how know. long have you been doing it? I, I think
1: I like just testing what I know and what I don't know, even if I don't know many things. <laughs> um, I like hearing new facts, and some stick, others don't. Um, so that's kind of how I like trivia. Recently, I actually read an article. It was like an educational games article about- Are you it. in that class? Yes. <laughs> um, but it's a pretty much how quiz games and trivia-style games are a way to self-affirm. So they tell oh, you how, yeah. yeah, they like, they help you identify yourself. So I am the sports person. I am the music person. So maybe I get some of that. I don't know. All I doing think the
0: fun. New York Times crosswords has taught me about myself and my friend group is that I am the dumb person. <laughs> <friend group. laughs> Two things that are great to know for trivia that I just like are complete oversights for me are usually like. US presidents and composers.
2: There's always US presidents. There's never a composer one, though. Well, that's more
0: Jeopardy, maybe, than like bar trivia. But Jeopardy knowing composers is like super important.
1: That's true. US presidents, I don't know anyone who is good at US presidents. We always
2: make jokes about looking up the Wikipedia page about presidents (laughs) before going. It's like, who is this Andrew Jackson
1: fellow? What's this all about? (laughs) What's he doing?
2: Trail of
3: tears. (laughs) news to me i'm
2: gonna stop reading right now uh and then pierce is our sports guy we -hmm. always do better whenever pierce is around
3: yeah i definitely know more sports than the average bear in the northern california sorry da bears bears. (laughs) and da bears the average average da bears um in the northern california region um but yeah i mean i'm so i'm from boston and so when I grew up, it was always pretty. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. I'm from Boston, so um, growing up, I had a lot of good teams. Not so much anymore, but you know, I it was just like if you weren't rooting for various sports teams every single weekend, you were about to be ostracized at every single social event. Mm-hmm. So, can
0: you do an insulting
3: accent of the people you grew up next to? Well, so uh, the Boston, the Boston accent is like a little bit of a myth. I, the only. If you watch movies, if you watch movies like The Town, and movies like—wait, um, that's the movie you're gonna bring up for Boston, not Goodwill Hunting. Well, <laughs> no, Goodwill Hunting, Goodwill Hunting has bad accents too. None of them sound like actual Boston people, you know. Like my nana is so the Boston accent has been kind of phased out because we have a lot of transplants. Because there's a lot of academics in the city. Like my nana was like old school, kind of like South Boston, and even the way she talks is not really very. Uh, mm-hmm. aggressive it's, wait it's south boston
0: subtle. you're not gonna say southie, southie. I, I'm, well, by I the way know. i know all these things are probably corny and not true but i don't I'm know just... no no
3: Southie. South, nobody calls it south boston it's it's called southie but like i don't know what other people know about yeah. southie so i wasn't gonna assume oh but... i would have
0: thought that that was just something they made up for that movie if you told me i would have been like yeah that's not real nobody says oh, southie no,
3: no. every time i've heard someone say south boston i'm like oh okay you're mm-hmm. you're not
1: from here yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a big tell But, yeah, no, the Boston accent is much more subtle. I mean, I could do it, but... I think the folks want to hear it. I could. Mm -hmm. All right, whatever. Uh, What do you want me to say? Say, uh, Smear the the Queer? Is that what you (laughs) mean?
2: What do they usually say in (laughs) Southie? Park the car in Harvard Yard? That's the... That's That's the the classic. But nobody says that. Can you say that the the, the rain in Spain falls mainly in the plane? The rain in Spain falls in a Boston accent? Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't just testing
0: you uh, your ability to say that. Are though. you uh, able to say this yeah. specific phrase? <laughs> like, like say Sally says <laughs> see shells down by the seashore in a Boston
3: accent. <laughs> the rain in Spain, what, falls mainly in the... the plane. Okay. Uh, the rain in Spain falls mainly in the plane. That's about it. This okay. is pretty much what the Boston accent sounds like. Jeremy Renner probably does it the best if we're talking to people from the town mm. and other people because he doesn't put too much on it. It sounds a little bit more like this.
1: Oh,
0: yeah, I was going to say, are you still doing it? Okay, yeah, You're yeah. a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds more it's,
1: casual yeah. than like the Paxaca and Hava D'Yad. That's yeah, no, like not nobody real. Nobody talks like that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Polly Paul, you want to go first since you stuck to the theme? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've been bringing in a
0: wedding column for y'all. Okay, Ask Bear. Oh, okay. Love Ask Bear. My fiance and I recently got engaged after four years together. My fiance has two sisters. Let's call them Susie and Katie. Susie is wonderful. I enjoy spending time with her. Find her to be great company and feel privileged to have her in my life. Katie, on the other hand, I am uncomfortable around. She is rude to everyone around her and constantly berates my fiancé when we are visiting his mother's house. Additionally, two years ago, she made it very clear she didn't want me at the family Christmas and it really hurt me. Perhaps I am being too sensitive about that incident and should let it go, but I can't help how hurt I am about it. I realize that it is traditional for a bride to ask her fiancé's sisters to be her bridesmaids.
2: Is that traditional? Oh, that sounds horrible.
0: (laughs) My fiance and I are in no way a traditional couple, nor do we plan to have a traditional wedding. I also just absolutely did not want to have Katie as a bridesmaid, since she would likely just upset me and cause drama, and I felt that Katie and Susie were a package deal. After I announced my bridesmaids, my future mother-in-law called my fiance to browbeat him about how insulted the family is about my decision to exclude his sister from my bridal party. She explicitly stated that Susie in particular was especially hurt. My fiancé defended my decision to his mother and gave her my reasoning, which she dismissed as things I need to let go of. I am honestly only upset that I offended Susie, so I called her and told her why I didn't pick her to be a bridesmaid. Susie said she totally understood my reasoning, was in no way offended, and my future mother-in-law had lied to my fiancé, but Katie was very offended by being excluded. My question is, where do I go from here? I am very upset at the fact that my future mother-in-law is questioning my decision as a bride, especially since she lied about it. But I don't think that I should confront her. This whole thing is a giant mess. Your advice would be much appreciated. I'm going to text that to you, Adrian, because I feel like I need to reread it to understand exactly. That
2: was one of those ones where there was just enough characters that I couldn't follow it. (laughs) Okay, I I can explain it. (laughs) I can give a
1: summary recap. So, what happened is, they're not a traditional couple, but traditionally you ask the other people, the their fiance siblings, if they're the same, usually the same gender. You ask them to be in your bridal party. So he has two sisters, Katie and Susie. He, she likes Susie. She's friends with Susie. She's not friends with Katie's Katie. She's a real bitch. Yeah. So she's pretty much. She asked Susie to be in her bridal party, but she did. She excluded Katie.
2: No, she didn't. that she didn't either ask either, either. I think she
0: asked oh. n- neither yeah. of them. Yeah.
1: Okay. Oh, I thought she asked As one of them and not the it, other. As a to make like,
2: it fair is that she no. just, did not she just didn't
1: ask She just didn't ask either of them. Oh. Then the moms complain. Oh, that's even more annoying. It's one thing I feel like if you, if you asked one and not the other, because then that's kind of a direct attack on one of them. Mm. But if you exclude both of them, you're just saying, like, I don't want to... This is one tradition I don't want to adhere to. I'd rather have my people I've grown up with or my family... Exclusively in my bridal party, especially if you have a smaller one. Hmm. Um, and so, I don't know. I kind of probably just let the mother in law cool down.
0: <laughs> so I did reread it just to understand. Also, apparently, Susie wasn't offended. Her mm-hmm. mother just pretended to be offended on Susie's behalf to guilt trip her son and the so, future wife.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, are, are, are groomsmaid, bridesmaids, are they always like totally gendered? Like, you, like, you couldn't just have Katie as his. Groomsman.
3: um I, you, you could do that. You there's could no do that. law yeah there have been many laws in know. one of my best friends was the uh, man of honor for his sister when she got married mm-hmm. that's okay yeah so, so that's we- what
1: he could have his sisters as one of his like groomsmen or his, his groomsmen person grooms
2: people. people nicole what is your advice to this person
1: so yeah she's already made this decision and i'm kind of on the team of at the end of the day it's the bride and the groom's day They should decide what they want to do. And she decided the best course was to not have either of them in it. The mother-in-law is just bitching about it. Let her cool down. At the end of the day, she can't force them to be on it. Susie's cool with it. You're cool with Susie. I say let the mom be in her feelings. Tell your fiance that Susie was not hurt about it at all. And you guys can feel comfortable about your decision.
2: But that's also part of it, right? Is that like, did we get any indication of how the husband feels about? Apparently he's fine with it. Yeah, that's part of it. He's Uh, fine with neither of them being a part of it? My
0: my, my fiance
2: defended my decisions to his mother and gave her my reasoning. Oh, nice. He's not like most uh, guys in advice columns that are always spineless dorks to their mom. (laughs) (laughs) He's
1: back in in the bride or back in his fiance. Back
2: in the
3: bee.
2: The other thing is she definitely can't retract it at this
3: point. That would just make things more awkward. Mm. like she's not gonna like you can't retroactively add both of them to reduce drama that's just gonna keep the drama mm. and- do you agree with
0: her original decision if you were closer yes. with one of the sisters could you have invited Susie but not katie or oh, did yeah. she have to not she, invite Susie that. as part of not inviting katie
1: i want to say she should like she should have done that because again at the end of the day it's your day you should have who you want up there with you but i i probably would have made the same choice as her mm. In the end of the day, if as long as Susie understood my reasoning, I probably would have been like, I'm just going to not take either because it would have been more of a headache to have both of them than either at the end of the day.
0: Did you have to make any tough choices on your list? Like how many bridesmaids did you get, Nicole? And did you feel like anybody had to get cut or somebody was just about to make it?
1: So mine was more about should I add this person or not? Mm. Um, so what I have is I have my sister as my maid of honor. Um, two of his sisters as my bridesmaids. And then... But you
2: like one more than the
1: other. (laughs) Um, and then... (laughs) So, if we... If we... We were debating between four or six, because it was more like either... Wait,
2: four seems like such a small number.
1: So, that... See, I felt that if I only had four, then technically I'm only adding my one cousin. Um... But I can't just add five because there's But two you also need to match them. I, it
0: feels weird yeah. if there isn't the same amount of, uh, mm-hmm. like, groomsmen yeah. as bridesmaids. Like, yeah. you can't walk down uneven
2: down the aisle.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
3: my brother... Adrian, there's oh, a law
2: ba- about that. You're basically mm-hmm. describing the uh, great movie with Jason Siegel and... uh <laughs>
1: is that I Love You Man? I
2: Love You Man, yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is a great movie. That's a great... That's, I like, know. peak 2010s comedy that we'll never get again.
1: So, yeah. So, we were between four and six because it also... Kind of worked better for him to have four and we wanted to match it. But then I felt like mm. I was kind of sliding two of my cousins because I, I, so I did all family. So it's either I chose the one or I added two more. And so yeah. then we ended up with the six. So I added the, the two extra cousins.
0: There is that sort of vibe where it's like if I, like, if I go down another tier of friend and invite this person, then I'm insulting another person who's mm-hmm. in that tier of friend by not mm. inviting them. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. I think he had more, Pierce had more of a problem when it came to. Like, who should be added as that, like, sixth person?
3: Yeah. Yeah, it, it got kind of... Contra- it got... It, I don't know. Not, not that anybody particularly cared, but... So I have two brothers, so they're gonna be my two best men. And then um, I have two best friends from high school that I've retained throughout my life that they were gonna be my other two groomsmen. When we jumped from four to six, it was kind of like, okay, well, I have three really good friends from college, and that would make it seven. And if I invite one of them inevitably the other two will be offended. And if I invite two to them, then inevitably the one who doesn't get invited is going to be extra offended.
2: So, so here, here's my question though, when it comes to wedding stuff, is the logistical practicality stuff, like is do people just not get that? Could you not like have like really close friends where you're like, I can invite one of you because I have a, one thing to fill and the other two not have hard feelings about it?
1: I'm, I mean, it really turns into like you quantifying friendships. So <laughs> like, can you list yeah. right now your top six best friends? Yeah, my MySpace cut eight
2: just uh
0: <laughs> tom no you're you're verizon top five that you call for free unlimited minutes exactly <laughs> sorry um... paul you're ninth no so i ended up
3: i ended up choosing my um my brother-in-law to fill one of the spots and then choosing one of those friends um and are any of just... these
0: people not white because you could do what adrian's neighbor did and just make them the usher <laughs> <That's
3: true. laughs> um no they're all white one of them uh it makes sense i see your face one of
0: them
1: yeah <laughs> hey Fuck. mine's all mine's all family so everyone's it's white Just it's true they're <laughs> all all
3: um one of them is uh very flamboyant though he uh, he has is
0: that you telling us your minority cred that you have a guy who's
3: metrosexual <laughs> 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 no 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 like he's like I don't want to get too deep into it but We're he'll keeping be this like, in, we're
2: keeping this in He didn't say take it out That's tough It's, it's weird it's Man, annoying. I always thought weddings were like annoying Because it seems like a lot of stress for like other reasons But apparently just every part of it's like waking nightmare <laughs> yeah, yeah, every part
1: it's, Honestly, a lot of it comes down to like hurting people's feelings Even things that you think don't matter Yeah Matter Because it matters to someone so, like, oh, even just picking, like, the time of the wedding. Well, oh, if we do it too early, then, the uh, then like, our friends won't have, like, won't enjoy it as much because it's going to get cut short, in their opinion. But if you do it too late, then the, like, older generation was going to leave early. So, like, even things you think aren't a decision are a decision. So, awful. it comes down to what do you care about yeah. versus what is, what do you think the guests care about?
3: Yeah, one um, of the biggest yeah. things I've learned is it's like it's it's definitely a situation in which you can't please everybody. Every single decision is going to be controversial for those who care, uh who are like looking at you know, whenever mm, Nicole's parents for example go to a wedding, they're always like, "Okay, is this centerpiece nice? Is this everything nice? Is th- every single little minute detail did they choose the right first song? Did they choose the right this" There's going to be criticism. And you Wait, know, And your first song everybody. is uh, 1529
2: North Calvert.
1: No, it's yep. Lowrider by, in the George Lopez theme song. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you did tell me that. You told me that there's a really sappy story behind it. I'm not going to lie. When I think about weddings,
0: to me, that's the most anxiety inducing part is the mm-hmm. idea of everybody watching me during a first mm-hmm. dance it gives me like literal like heartache and sweats.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, I, could, I concur. I was about to say like the that's the thing I'm by far the most nervous about mm. is the first mm-hmm. dance. I, I well, for Paul, it's nervous
2: because he's <laughs> going to break an ankle doing that Chicago footwork out there. <laughs> 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 Woo! <Well, laughs> <well,
3: laughs> well, I appreciate the vote of confidence. Uh, Polish people have a pretty high standard of what they expect with dancing and, and such. Mm. Uh, they do a lot of swirly twirlies.
0: Oh, shit. This answer is long to Jesus Christ. Okay, let's get into it. Dear Brave Correspondent. Arr. You actually have two problems here. One is a wedding problem and one is a triangulation problem. The wedding one is such a classic conundrum. Wedding couple makes decisions, parents or future parents-in-law hate some or all these decisions. Lather, rinse, repeat. You and your fiancé may be a non-traditional couple but this is a very traditional problem. The triangulation problem is much more difficult but still kind of a classic. Your future sister-in-law has taken against you for some unknown reason or maybe no reason and has recruited your future mother-in-law into the fight and is now using her to communicate and amplify her upset. This is no good. Since the wedding business is easier, let's give that part a go first. There are so few things that make otherwise reasonable people act, act out more than weddings. I will be honest with you. Katie and your future mother-in-law do not sound like entirely reasonable people to begin with. But off the top, I feel like I need to say, you can be non-traditional all you like and then some. You can say your vows while accompanying yourself on the ukulele and then invite everyone to join you for individually wrapped snack cakes and pinball, and people are still going to act in every totally predictable, terrible way about it. It often seems in the middle of planning a wedding, and I have been married twice plus helped plan the weddings of many friends, like there is some magical way to do things that will please everyone and make perfect harmony reign. In the magical state of unified joy you will be married and it will set the tone for a beautiful brilliant future together here's a very important thing i need to tell you this is not true that blissful harmony does not exist and whether people are glad or mad about your wedding arrangements does not remotely predict your marital happiness it totally seems like these things should be true but they are not the wedding itself is always a mishmash of everyone's aesthetics and priorities And beliefs trying to express themselves and things always go awry. Just be prepared for example at my first wedding my wife's uncle RSVP'd that he was attending with his wife and instead showed up with his girlfriend and her 10 year old daughter. One of our ushers went literally AWOL as in from the national guard and ended up being 3 states away on a bender when we finally found her. At my second wedding, to my very excellent and totally brilliant husband, the municipal train that was supposed to bring all of our friends from the city out to our lovely bucolic setting of our reception was canceled due to track work, straining forty-three wedding guests an hour away. Then, at the reception, his uncle accidentally set a tablecloth on fire. Um, we gonna let's. I'm gonna skim the rest of this.
2: I mean, usually we can edit it in post, but that's on you.
0: He continues on to talk about triangulations and how, like. Katie and the mother-in-law are a unit, and Susie and your fiancé are different. And just talking about, like, the dynamics at play here. And she, he basically suggests gives bl- give bland replies, like, we decided to do something a little different. And it will be so wonderful to have you all there. So basically just try to disengage with, like, kind of bland generic answers if they, like, attack you over this. Um, He's saying do not engage with Katie. She might be, like, trying to... Run some, like, uh, buy shit, play both sides, don't trust her.
1: Sounds like a James Bond character, not an actual,
0: <laughs> My advice... Okay, so let me jump back in here to start reading. My advice would be engage with Katie as little as possible, and when you do, be non-committal and brief. Don't rise to her baiting if you possibly can. Don't clap back against her attacks. I know this is difficult to do, especially in the moment, but if you can, just visualize yourself as a very cute ghost when she's around. her words can pass right through you finding little purchase along with her accusations practice saying things like that's an interesting idea to her various insistence about how you should do things and i would never have thought of that if you can't manage to choke out interesting if you don't challenge her directly if you don't challenge her directly and can minimize the time you spend with her you won't give her any fuel for her shenanigans the good news brave correspondent is that your almost husband is totally on your side and so is susie And also, you are going to be married soon to someone you really like. Katie is going to be Katie, star of her own very unpleasant movie forever. There's no way to entirely write her out of your film, but you can reduce her to a very small part and then leave her unpleasantness on the cutting room floor of your final edits pretty often. If you have some sympathy to spare for her or some patience, that's excellent and a very good of you. But if not brave correspondent, just let her float on by as best as you can while you enjoy your life with Mr. Wonderful. Love and courage.
2: Find Bear. Competent as always. It's a little bit of fun. Pierce says shout out Bear. Mm-hmm. Shout out Bear. The Bear. All right. Do you want to get in the second column? All right. Uh, let's try and get through this one a little bit quicker because I think the newlywed game is going to take a little bit of time. You guys got anything to go to? You guys going to trivia tonight?
1: Perhaps. Maybe. Around I don't know what time is. It depends.
2: All right, well, my question is from the New York Times, a.k.a. the New York Crimes. Crimes. By Katie Weaver. Here's the question. The question is called Game Warden. Nicole, you're allowed to look if you want to. It's just a question.
1: I'm trying to eat this pretzel and uh, not okay. on the mic. That's <laughs> okay. why I went far away.
2: <laughs> here is the question. The following is a question from an era before the coronavirus became everyone's new boss. We've included it here to remind readers what it was like to work in an office. I supervise a team of three, a former coworker when he departed from the office, left his 365 Days of Amazing Trivia calendar behind. We have developed the tradition of keeping score of our correct trivia answers for no reason. Our system is to forget about the calendar for several days. Then, whoever remembers that we have forgotten about it, takes the calendar, tears off all of the forgotten days at once, reads through them alone, and writes their initials on the page if they knew the answer. This person deposits the stack of sheets on someone else's desk, who repeats the process until all of us have had a chance to peruse the questions. Whoever gets around to it, probably me, tallies it all up, and adds points to our ongoing scoreboard. One of my team members is significantly older than the rest of us. We love her, but she's also out of her mind, and she has never grasped this system. We have to give her the pile of cards last because she will verbally, to herself, speculate about what the answers might be, and then announce, to herself, what the right answer was. Listening to her machinations, it is clear that she often does not guess the right answer correctly. However, when the pile comes back to be tallied, She has written her initials on all of the cards, indicating a 100% success rate. We have asked her a few times now not to announce the answers out loud, but no one has had the your success rate is suspicious conversation. She is obviously kicking our butts on the scoreboard. What do we do? Nicole? First rule of trivia, never shout out answers.
1: Answers! Hey, Fierce gets it. (laughs) Wait, essentially what's happening is that she's giving herself points for things that she's obviously not.
2: She just doesn't get it. She's just literally an old person who does not get what's going on.
0: Well, no, it seems like she's also lying. On top of not getting the system, oh, really? she's also I, lying. I, I think
2: it's more innocent. I, I don't think it's... I oh. interpret her as oh.
3: lying as well.
2: well nope. Oh, well, this is these East Coast boys. I'll tell you what. <laughs> You're yeah. from the East Coast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm kind of interpreting it. I think... I also Maybe this is just me being skeptical, but like I think older people are still with it. I mean, they said it's at work, right? So she's still working. It's not like she's like retired and like she's doesn't on get things she was
2: grandfathered in.
1: <laughs> so i feel like she's like i'm old and i don't get it just give me the point double doors is how i'm feeling what she's doing so i feel like she can i feel like you should just talk to her you know you don't have to be stern about it but you could be like hey so we noticed like you're doing a really great job um of getting the trivia stuff right Any tips or, like...
3: You are so much
0: tougher than me, Nicole. I would have just found it hilarious, and I would have just constantly talked about how she must be a genius. (laughs) And I would have played it up so much that it was obvious I thought she was a moron to everybody, but... The maybe i'm just a mean bro. person you
2: guys are so weird i feel like my answer would be who cares it's like an arbitrary scoreboard like everyone knows that it's supposed to be funny. yeah no
0: it would be arbitrary but you would you would still find it funny to be like god damn how did she know that like mm-hmm. to constantly play up how amazingly smart You just keep talking to the
2: upper uh, upper like management about like honey she needs a promotion a promotion <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's clearly cut above the rest.
1: Until you wait till the guilt gets to her and she goes, I made it all up, okay? I I, I lied. I I feel like what she would say is she would be like, I didn't know the initials were for correct answers. I was just
2: practicing writing my name. I'm an old lady.
0: (laughs) She's not a ghost, Adrian. She's just old. Um, (laughs) You're using my jokes. (laughs) um, Have you guys ever caught anybody cheating at your bar trivia?
1: Um, We got caught. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we got caught one time. Well, I'll say we didn't. Like, we weren't the ones cheating. Yeah. Um, but a teammate of ours, so we had two friend groups there. Or we had one group that had to split into two because there there's too many people. And so two of them were talking, and one one of our group members asked the other, like, friend group what they put down for an answer. that we didn't even go with what they said. So we didn't mm. cheat, cheat. I also will what say we didn't cheat. You were there. I
2: don't, you were there. I
3: don't, I don't remember it being a controversy.
2: Oh, because what had happened is we split two tables. So, a member of the team came over to tell us that you're not supposed to move tables during coronavirus. And when he came over, we immediately said, We weren't cheating. We're sorry. And he was like, No, you just can't move the tables. "Uh We didn't think you guys were cheating.
1: But now Now you
2: said that. And that established a reputation for us. Mm
1: -hmm. It's not like we're winning anyway. So, throw us a bone here.
2: There was a dinosaur boat. Why it was about are you
0: guys... Is it, is it just like Davis just has a bunch of know-it-alls? Like, why... Oh, that's why we don't like do trivia kids. in Davis.
1: Hey, Pierce and I won trivia once in Davis. So, Whenever
0: Kate Laskowski wasn't there. That <laughs> Yo, was I'm, impressive I'm genuinely... I'm not trying to say this in, like, a braggy way or, like, to hurt your feelings, but I've won a lot of trivia. Yeah, I've but, Paul, to. you live in fucking Charlotte. That's true. The bank <laughs> the bros are...
3: It seems like trivia is a really popular thing around here. And it seems like a lot of people are really into just random ass knowledge. Like um,
0: showing off. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's a big get. Yeah. I will say around Charlotte, if you show up to a trivia and there's a group of five guys that all have flights where they're sampling different beers and they all have beards. You're like, oh, they're going to win. Run. Like there's no reason to try card. against those nerds. <laughs> Of, of, this is like their one thing they do a week away from their sad lives <laughs> yeah. and wives yeah and they and they're a bunch of bearded guy with bearded guys with flight like you're not they're they're gonna blow it away every time
3: mm-hmm. yeah I also feel like there's a there's an insane clip sometimes so uh one of the trivias that we go to Adrian Nicole, and I um it it usually is about 40 points I think is the is the ceiling yeah um and if you get like over 30, it's really you did really really well cuz there's only 30 questions. It's just that some of them are worth a couple more points um than others depending on how many answers there are. So if you get 31, 32, you did a very good job. But then they read out these teams that are getting 39, 38 every single week. And it's like do you among the three of you you seriously knew the top three. Oh, uh, are you accusing people of scorers? cheating right now?
2: I don't know. Maybe. I mean, yeah. m- our arch rival is a uh, new professor at Davis whose husband has been on Jeopardy. So, like, I think they're just, like, a fucking power couple.
3: Well, oh, yeah. he was on Jeopardy? I didn't know that. Alex
2: was on Jeopardy, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and changed. he won, like, multiple games, yeah. And so uh, they're just a fucking, they're, they're a power couple, and, like, they'll win by themselves. And, yeah, like, they just terrorize of six. the
3: greater Sacramento area with their <laughs> trivia knowledge. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, the week, we won. Right now. <laughs> the week we won, they weren't there, so.
2: Nice we were to pick up the scraps <laughs> have
0: you thought have you guys thought about making sure they're not there more often wink wink mm-hmm. mm.
2: uh yeah we don't do it in davis we do it in woodland or sacramento because davis people are freaks and so you've never even tried in davis even though it's a smaller
0: no, community no, definitely. tried yeah, in davis no. yeah yeah i yeah, like but, but might, it's even might,
2: that much harder
3: we might even go after this we could yeah we will be down for that
1: yeah but yeah in davis we sometimes go on sundays just because, like, oh, we got nothing to do on a Sunday evening, let's go. But it's not like in anticipation to win. It's more just mm-hmm. like a mm, casual Sunday evening. Let's go to do trivia.
0: Is that so? That's how you make yourself feel good about the fact that y'all never win.
1: Yeah, and beer.
3: No, we just berate the people who beat us. <laughs> that's true. Of cheating or being uh, or having no lives.
2: You know, I mean, that is true. Xbox like talk. when we saw Alex at Pizza and Pints, you, you guys didn't say anything, right? You guys just went in.
1: I. I didn't know who he was until afterwards you told me that oh, he was okay, Kate. okay, yeah, because I went
2: up, like, I gave him, God. like, a high five, and I was like, is Kate here? And he's like, no, I'm just here after a work thing. And I was like, okay, good. I don't want to get my ass kicked at tribute. And
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do with Adrian, since I'm, like, kind of insecure about the fact that he's smarter than me. I just call every academic a learning-ass <laughs> nerd.
2: <laughs> a land. Um, It's such a thing in our culture that we have a we have a shortened word for it. It's kind of like bare-naked ladies. That's oh, a okay, you guys that's call a, each other lands. <laughs> that's a learning-ass nerd over there. <laughs> That's
3: what land party means, actually. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. um, all right. Do you want to give any answers to this office thing before we go? You, we had a couple sarcastic things like pretend she's super smart. Uh, Nicole said she would ask her for tips. I said I just wouldn't yeah. care because it's just a weird office thing that doesn't matter where the score doesn't matter. Is whose line is it anyways?
0: Could you start printing off your own calendars with really, really esoteric trivia to see, like, how far she'll go claiming <laughs> that she got the right answers? I,
2: like, again, I don't think like, she's being nefarious a, what, what, about <laughs> this. I think she just thinks you're supposed to write
0: your initial on every one. I don't know. You think she's just a lost old lady? Like, she genuinely just doesn't understand? I
2: honestly think that, like, for whatever reason, she does whatever work needs to be done, but she's not really with it.
0: Okay, okay. I
2: like your idea of the
3: esoteric mm-hmm. question. Just be like, what's Pierce's favorite burger joint exactly
0: (laughs) see if she just claims she got the right answer post hoc (laughs) ask her those questions that are like the three security questions you get when you have to reset your password like what high school did i go to (laughs) uh what was the name (laughs) of what was the make and model of my first car (laughs) yeah Yeah, i don't know i don't have i don't think i have like a really good answer to this I, i i guess like adrian's right you shouldn't really care But if we took it at face value and you did care and you did want to shame her and prove to the world that she was wrong. Well,
2: no, I don't think it's even about that. If you really wanted the end goal that they want, just get her fired and just get someone like young who knows how to play the game and then you're all back to square one.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Get her fired? Wait, from the job or from the trivia group?
2: Get her canceled. Yeah, you just
0: plant a little bit of weed in her desk. It's not that hard to call. uh,
2: The guy left a 365 calendar. So like one year is up. (laughs) The game's over. (laughs) So just wait it out. Honestly, her or the calendar, which one's going to go first, you know? <laughs> which one is going to die first, her or the calendar is going to run out? That becomes a new game that you guys start betting.
1: On.
2: <laughs>
0: Take bets on that.
2: Any advice to Cole or is
1: <laughs> I think you guys hit it at the end. So- <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, here's the answer from this New York Times learning ass nerd. Katie Weaver. She thinks the initialing is meant to indicate a person has read the card. She likely wonders why her supervisor has instituted this time-consuming and pointless practice unrelated to work, but dutifully reads the masses of random calendar facts that pile up on her desk because you have given her the impression that she must. Stop asking her to not announce the answers out loud. Never trifle this woman again with more made-up rules for this fake game she doesn't realize she is playing. I am glad you love her. I hope you respect her as well. Deduct 80 points from every score except for hers.
1: Was that That's real? It. It.
2: I guess she agrees with Adrian. That That's this is the just New York Times learning ass nerd answer.
0: Also, what what the New York Times take is, oh, having fun is for at home. At work, no fun. Like, shut the fuck up. I fucking hate this. Fuck.
2: Yeah, that was kind of terrible. I'm not going to lie. Uh-huh. That was the worst answer. Yeah,
1: I liked all of our answers better than that answer. That's usually how yeah. the show goes. Mm, makes sense. <laughs>
0: Nicole, when you're part of Adrian's grad group do you work out of the same lab as him or since you're working with termites are you not with Charlie out in that lab in the field?
1: So originally I was going to work with bees and so I wa- so I'm in Adrian's lab as well so we're in the same grad group and the same lab um, and originally I was going to work with bees so I have worked with Charlie before um, and did beekeeping as well as helped Adrian with some, with some projects but I, my own personal project I want to do on termites Which our advisor is super cool with. He's just like, I don't know how to take care of termites, so Mm. you got to figure that out by yourself.
0: Yeah, and
1: and I'm going to Georgia next at the end of this week to meet with the professor who does work with termites. Hang out with
0: Adam. Do you have to put out? Oh shit! Yeah,
1: potentially. Adam does
0: chemistry. If he
1: is free (laughs) to hang out, then. Otherwise, I'm just going to just sightseeing. He's you don't, not, you don't that not that fun. I'm not going
0: to lie to you. Unless you like to that. sit around and talk <laughs> about how depressed you are, you're not going to have a lot to do with that.
2: <laughs> I mean, love the guy, but that's a, yeah, I wouldn't recommend a one day with him. <laughs> mm. um,
1: if you don't recommend one day with him, then what do you recommend? What, oh, like lifetime. an hour? Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know if you meant yeah. more or less.
0: Are you horribly depressed with your life?
1: Personally, no. Also, okay,
0: yeah, then you shouldn't hang out with Adam. We won't it? have
2: much to talk about. Oh, although, Pierce, yeah. if you really like the strokes, you should hang out with Adam because I have be a
1: good I time. Do, I like the strokes and
3: I'm horribly depressed <laughs> in my life.
0: We'll, we'll introduce you to Adam. Y'all will get <laughs> along. You walk.
1: should go to Georgia instead of me. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know what to um, do with the termites. I also just got deja vu, deja vu of Paul asking me, Are you depressed? Or do you have a depressive life? So that kind of freaked me out.
0: Mm. Ooh. You feel like I've asked you that before?
1: Yes. That's
3: because he has.
1: Or I've had a dream about you asking me that. But since I've never seen you, I feel like that'd be a weird thing to have a dream about.
0: It is a funny question. One time my cousin did that, my cousin and his wife, they just like literally looked at me during a dinner and they're like, are you happy with your life? And it was in Lebanon. They asked me in Arabic and I was like... They're like, Mapsut Bahayyatak. I was like,
2: whoa, what the fuck? It's like a Charlie Kaufman film.
0: Apparently that was just a bit they do. She was like, yeah, one time I asked that to a taxi driver because it's like something I just ask people sometimes and usually they go yes. And the taxi driver was like, no. And it really (laughs) killed the mood.
1: Jesus. (laughs) Once my friend asked me like in college in the dining hall, he was like, hey Nicole, like how are you? I was like bad. And then I turned around to go get like my meal. And he like, he was like, oh, okay, he walked on, and then he's like, wait, 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 and he, like, came running back, like, do you want to get lunch? Like, are you okay? And I was like, oh, I'll be fine, it's just not a very good day, so I answered honestly.
2: Yeah, that's a notorious thing with, is it uh, Norwegians, or, like, just that general area, where, like, they don't ask each other, like, how's it going? Because if you ask them that, they'll answer, like, honestly, in terms of how they're actually feeling. It's Like, it's mm-hmm. not small talk for them, it's like, they'll be like, oh, well, my mother's not doing well right now, and... <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, it could be a really off-putting question to ask somebody if they're just like, are you sad or are you depressed? Like, (laughs) it can throw people off kilter. That's a real power move if you need some business advice.
2: (laughs) Well, are you guys ready for some more fun questions besides those questions? Perhaps something where we write stuff on a whiteboard and quiz each other?
1: Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay,
2: so I'm going to introduce this third segment. Uh, We're going to do the newlywed game. Uh, You know how to play it. It's nice. It's fun. It's easy. Two of us, uh, I guess we'll alternate or something. I don't really know how we're going to do this, but... um. We have a whiteboard over here. Paul, I hope you have something to write on. I was going to say, do you want me to do
0: it physical or will you trust me to no, just like No, do it like, physical because when we kick their, let asses. their asses, I don't want them to know that they I got their
1: asses I don't trust you, kicked. Paul. You have to do it physically.
0: Nicole Pierce, how do you guys feel about your relationship? Because I I assume you guys have a slightly stronger connection than me and Adrian, but you've also known each other less time than me and Adrian mm. have known oh. each other. Yeah,
1: We've probably spent more time together, though, is the thing. That's true. Like physical mm. minutes, probably more time.
0: Yeah, that's true.
3: How do we feel about our relationship is it rather open. Uh,
0: how data? do you feel about your chances against me and Adrian?
1: Ooh,
2: Ooh. Ooh. It draw. depends on the I nature guess, of the question. I guess okay. the
1: question is, do you think you would do better with me or with like Nate or David? Probably you. Okay, then strong. Okay. Paul, do you think you
2: do better with me or with Becca?
0: Ramos or Newman? Uh, either. I think I'd do better with you than about Yeah, I think that's true. I don't know why Adrian. you needed that
2: specified. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Pierce, go ahead and draw Hopefully a line down the middle of that since we're both going to be using that. Mm-hmm. All right, so here's the start of the newlywed game. Everyone knows the rules. I've already described them. Everyone gets it. I'll ask a question to, to me and Nicole. We're going to write our answers down. Paul and Pierce are going to guess what our answers are and maybe like talk about what they think the answer might be, maybe give us their thought process, and then we'll switch. And that's how it's going to work for do every Do we round. write our answer down, too, or we just say it? You just say it, and then we'll see if it matches.
1: Also, are we tallying like how many times? Like, yeah, we can do that all together. All right, just up here. Um,
2: okay, and so the first question I've randomly generated. So this is a list that kind of applies to either partner. I made them gender neutral. Uh, So either one can happen to either person. And we're going to start with number seven. Okay, good start. What is your spouse's favorite podcast?
1: I have two answers for this. Well, too bad. This is the one I'm going to
2: go with. All right, answers are in. Paul, Pierce, do you want to give your guesses? My guess is big facts, no cap.
3: Okay, I think she would have said,
2: pardon my take. All right, well, not a lot of explanation or anything fun about that one, but... Uh there's yeah. the board. Yeah. Big facts, no cap. Pardon my take. It's one to one. Two points on the board. <laughs> Wonderful. So, yeah, uh, that is my favorite podcast. Uh, Nicole, do you have anything to say about knowing that that was Pierce's favorite?
1: Um, I mean, it may not even be his like, favorite favorite. I just know he listens to it very frequently. Yeah, It's also a very time-consuming podcast because I think there's just a lot of minutes. So when it comes to listening to it during the workday or something, it takes up a lot of time. Yeah. So I know he listens to it a lot.
3: I have a nostalgic attachment to that podcast uh, because it was my commute podcast um, for a long time.
2: All right. So next question is for Pierce and
0: Paul. Wait. So do I guess what your thing is or I'm saying what my thing is? Yeah, you got it. Wait, (laughs) which one of those two?
1: You guess what we would say. We're just trying to match the
0: answer. Yeah.
2: Okay. And you tell the truth about what your favorite podcast is. Here's the next question. Most people wouldn't know this, but my spouse is really good at blank.
1: I don't even know what I would say about myself. <laughs> also,
2: Pierce, I don't know this like, this, it's tougher for the game, but you gotta squeeze in if we're gonna get you on the audio. <laughs> you all gotta right. really get, let's all get real squeezed in together. I'll
1: do, I'll do one of these. All right. I'm sorry, I'm gonna be very muffled.
2: It also helps if you just like, kind of just yell. It's honestly just yell at the mic.
1: Uh, but, um, uh, the, uh, uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> the tough part about this is trying to guess what she's gonna guess.
2: Hey, you get the game. I know. (laughs) He gets it.
1: (laughs) I really, I can't think of anything except, I guess, just that I have a good memory. Good at memory. Good at memory. Good answer. Good answer. (laughs) Pierce,
2: if you say good at memory. That's a family
1: feud answer Um, right there.
2: All right. And then mine for Paul is I think that because we only have like seven friends on the crossword app, I'm going to guess that a lot of people don't know that I'm good at crosswords. Football. (laughs) I'm not good at football, (laughs) Paul. European football. Soccer. (laughs) Uh, Trivia. Oh, I was going to say trivia because we were in that mindset.
3: Yeah, I was trying to to play to the current audience. Memory was
1: not... uh, Well, I was also
0: thinking you enjoy soccer more (laughs) than most people would think you enjoy any sport, Adrian. Mm. That was kind of my logic. I guess that's true. Okay, so
1: that's (laughs) 0-0. That's 0-0 on
2: that one.
0: Trivia was pretty close to memory, but it just isn't quite... Yeah. Yeah, 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 I was a literally going
2: to put trivia as my answer. Um, Alright, this is a fun one for us. Your spouse has an uh, a day off in an empty house. What does he do? Our answers are locked in. Paul. Pierce.
3: Paul, Pierce. Go, Pierce. Um, do I need this thing right
2: here? Oh, what,
3: what's this little... Uh, <laughs> what this are this you doing song? on your day off, Pierce? <laughs> um, I am likely... Gonna spend the whole day playing video games. Okay.
0: I think I would spend the day watching TV.
3: All right.
1: I said for Pierce, drinking beer and listening to music.
2: And I put <laughs> marathon jerk sash for ball. <laughs> Damn
0: it. That, was, that was my number two.
1: That was my number two.
0: <laughs>
3: Is that why you were laughing?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, you gotta go with your gut, man. You
2: gotta go with your gut. I'm going well, with my gut. That was
0: that was there. Yeah. That was my first edge take
1: with Marathon <laughs> jerk sesh.
3: That exact wording too. <laughs> <laughs> so I was gonna say drinking beer in video games but that still wouldn't have counted no Mm. would have been a
1: half point maybe
3: nope none of these ain't no half points points in marriage none of this Mickey Mouse bullshit none of that Mickey Mouse bullshit
1: (laughs)
0: wait Pierce did you get that from Adrian or do you also say none of that Mickey Mouse I I
3: had heard it before but Adrian has popularized it for me
2: (laughs) (laughs) alright this is a fun one for you guys I was glad I didn't have to answer this for Paul next question what famous tv character does your spouse most behave like oh man who
0: behave not look
2: nope behave because we I, I didn't want to do any celebrity looks things because we already had this conversation together
0: <laughs> yeah i was gonna say you've told me you look like manny from modern family <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly i said that in the car
0: this is much harder okay i
2: will writing a whole sentence
1: i believe that adrian <laughs> really acts like the name. following <laughs> character it's, it's like a thing colon. we have to answer in a full sentence really so <laughs> long
2: <laughs> George Papadakis. No,
0: I'm just like it's doing a, a lot of lines over the original lines because I'm writing with pen, so it's readable for y'all. Uh,
3: okay. what's, the, what's the guy uh, from Sweet Life Zach and Cody?
2: Esteban Mr. Le- Mosby? Uh, oh. Esteban <laughs> Leo Martin, he has like 400. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hours. That's what he's reading. Okay, let me know when y'all are ready. I think Pierce is ready. I am. Yeah. All right, Nicole, do you want to explain your answer?
1: So it's who he thinks I act like, right? Mm-hmm. So- my guess is gonna go with because we took a quiz a while back about like what fictional character would you be from TV, from TV and pretty much what I got was like badass mom vibes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the two I got were Mrs. Weasley from Harry Potter <laughs> and Cora from like Avatar. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna go with Cora in hopes that that's what he put
0: Ooh, down. A if he said answer. Cora, that this ma- marriage is gonna last. Because I mean, what guy sees doesn't want you Korra? As Korra yeah, <laughs> that means you're a star in his eyes.
2: He's, that's, he's the Asami to that Korra. Who boy. Uh, Paul had to look up the answer, which makes it really confusing for me. So I don't really know. I, I think Paul thinks that I act like Totoro from My Neighbor Totoro. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your answer, really? No. no that's uh, a, that's, that's a not a TV, TV show. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I would have guessed, like, something like a George or a, like, Graber from Seinfeld. I'm gonna guess George from Seinfeld, because I'm a little bit more misanthropic.
0: Okay, you think I have to look up George from Seinfeld. Okay, interesting. Okay, well,
2: that's <laughs> what I'm saying. You made it hard on me.
3: All right. <laughs> All right. Um, I wouldn't-
0: I thought Adrian was John Ames from Bored to Death.
3: Oh, I like that. I thought Nicole was Lily from How I Met Your Mother. Wait, she's yeah. the worst. She's yeah. Not the, what, really?
1: Not the worst, but I'm I'm not, like, a, I mean, I don't like Robin or Lily much. I like any Lily. She, like,
2: racks up all that credit card Yeah, day. no, Lily is the she.
3: redhead? Yeah, what the fuck the are worst. you
2: saying
0: about Nicole This right marriage now? ain't gonna well, last. That's a
3: this. Okay, I was trying to think of characters that we, of shows we both had watched. Uh, I thought Lily would be complimentary. Apparently, I'm wrong.
1: Cora Lily is, like, rude to everybody
0: seen seen throughout Avatar. the whole show. Yeah,
1: I haven't seen Avatar. I just remember taking that I didn't think she was, I always thought she was, like, a really, like,
2: Nice person? <laughs> Cora? Or Lily? Lily. Oh, Lord. Lily sucks, bruh. Um, yeah. Okay, I guess I, don't,
3: I guess I don't remember the show super well. I'd Cut be giving that segment. ring back. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right.
0: Adrian, you're a Cora in my eyes, even Thanks, if Nicole man. isn't in Pierce's. I like that.
1: I never said she wasn't. I just never <laughs> I think Pierce is trying to play games where he's like, let me guess what Nicole will say about mm. herself before I, know. I guess I, what I think I about have... her.
2: When my partner wakes up in the morning... They are likely to find my blank on their blank.
0: (laughs) I 100% know what I'm going to say for this.
2: All right, we got our answers locked in.
0: Okay, I think, Adrian, I think you are likely to find my sandy shoes on your bed.
2: (laughs) Okay,
3: okay. I, what I was going to say is I think that Nicole is likely to find her arm on my chest.
1: I feel like that should count.
2: Yes, of course that counts. That's bam, I, hand on his chest. I said
1: hand on his chest.
2: And I <laughs> said my body on his couch. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> All right, Nicole so and Pierce. Are for one up. for
0: y'all's context, one time I got Adrian's bed really sandy in high school <laughs> and we got really drunk together what? and I got a bunch of sand on my shoes. This
2: was me and you.
0: Oh. Wait, no, no. I was supposed to answer for myself. When my partner wakes up in the morning, he's likely to find my sand on his bed.
2: Uh, I don't know if that one no. reads in the
1: right way. It's supposed to be my, so mine yeah, and Adrian's yeah. blank on Paul and Pierce's blank. I
0: That's thought cool. we were supposed to answer how, if we, we were would answer. answering the yeah, question you're right. honestly. That is a bit
2: confusing. You know what? We'll give that one to you. We'll make it more explicit next time. Yeah. Especially because Paul and I are a non traditional couple in that we're not a couple. <laughs>
1: <laughs> non traditional in we're not a couple, so period.
2: That's very non traditional. I mean, that's most people's relationships with everybody else.
0: Yeah, in fact, that's the most common type of relationship in this world, that's not being a couple. Being a couple is rare.
2: Ooh, okay, this is a good one. Here we go. Pierce and Paul. Which of the two of you is the biggest baby when they're sick? Paul is again writing his answer in Egyptian hieroglyphs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's about to take out his colored pencil set and color <laughs> <it> in. <laughs>
2: Um, all right, Paul, you got an answer? Oh, wait, hold on. Um, we got to go. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was wondering if Paul had it written. He was still working on it. No, no, wait, no, no! No, 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 no! Did you see it? I definitely saw it. Oh, no! It is what I was going to say the- if that makes us feel. Cool. I was asking if you just had it done so we could do the oh, next part. Oh, Weird way to say it. I'm drunk. You can't expect oh, me to. God. Well, that's what I was gonna say. I mean, I don't know he has a honor shop code. prepped.
1: Yeah,
0: okay, fine. I'll 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 tell you guys. Would you believe Adrian that that's what he was gonna say? I think it's pretty Wait, clear that Adrian's
1: a big again. baby. Who's but, the bigger baby when they're sick? I mean, I would, just based on this uh, short interaction with Paul, I feel like I would say you as well. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. i yeah. to
2: I'm
3: you, give it
1: to you. Yeah. So yeah. for me, I think Pierce would say me, but I think I would say Pierce. So I don't know which way to go for this, but <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna go with me that I'm the bigger baby when sick. Oh,
2: but Pierce thought you were gonna say what he was gonna say, which is what he was Pierce.
1: Gonna say. <laughs> it 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 drew me it
3: drew me into self reflection. I was like, I probably am the bigger baby when sick. We're
2: back to tide.
0: And Adrian, so y- you honestly, like, yeah, you're clearly the bigger baby. I just imagine you when you're sick with, like, stripy pajamas and a big thermometer coming out of your mouth.
2: <laughs> with a sleep cap? No, yeah, with yeah, a sleep uh, cap. My it's girlfriend like- in high school would always talk about that. Is like, whenever I was sick, she would come visit me and I'd be like, death, it's coming for me. <laughs> this is it. And she, for some reason, found that disturbing. So she didn't like when I would talk like that when I had a cold. Yeah, no, Adrian's obviously a big baby when he's sick. All right. Here's our next question: If your spouse had unlimited access to any store, what store would it be?
0: Okay, so am I? Sp- can you help me out? Am I supposed to? Is it? So what I'm you guessing store-
2: what you store you would want unlimited access to? Right okay. There? And I know it's that Supreme store. I ain't gotta ask. <laughs> oh my! I'm a hype. <laughs> I know you're a hype beast, man.
1: I'm afraid I. I'm afraid I got the name of it wrong, but I know what it is.
3: Ooh, that's a big
0: hint, Pierce. I know. We'll allow it because we've been talking.
1: I know. Blah,
2: so. All right, we got our so answers. So we'll allow yeah. it.
0: Steam Game Store, good old gaming.
2: <laughs> Paul, what do you think? The I humble wrote bundle. For you, Pierce, what do you think? I
0: think you wrote Marshalls.
2: Oh, so
0: <laughs> Marshalls or TJ Maxx?
2: <laughs> okay. Uh,
3: so my first instinct was the liquor store, but I think that she wanted to be more fun than that. So I'm gonna go with uh, a popular record store in Boston called Newbury Comics. Ooh,
2: okay.
1: That was gonna be my second choice. But That I was think, gonna be my
2: second choice was Marshall's.
1: So I picked the Cappy's, which is like the oh, the, Jaffy. the Jaffy. liquor Jaffy. store uh. franchise that's like popular on like Massachusetts. And okay. I put
2: Bill Daber. <laughs> Built up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I, I, you told me I wasn't gonna gonna get it right, so I just kind of put whatever. I, I was gonna say like Publix or something. I would have put a grocery store because like, why would you not want unlimited access <laughs> to a grocery store? I was gonna say
1: store? Amazon. Ooh,
2: that's a good I, answer. Right? But that's too yeah. smart. You know, I'm not one of those learning after. <laughs> <aspects, but. laughs> you're not one oh, of the Lands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not All right. So, wait, Paul, what was your answer actually, though?
0: Yeah. No, Marshall. I would love to get like, oh, uh, really? unlimited. Yeah.
2: Oh wait. Yeah. why would you say you thought I was gonna get it wrong? Okay. So you just okay. Well. Well, You, you weren't like, were playing, like, playing the game where
0: I'm overthinking it, you like, just, best like, buy or answer... something so that I can just, like, resell the so shit like, because I'm that's somewhere where you can get pricey is, things. Or, like, maybe a Honda is. dealership so I can just resell the car. But support. it's like, that's, <laughs> that's if we're <laughs> overthinking it. it to that level. And it's just like, at that point, you're losing the essence.
3: I can't see you doing that. You make no money from that. So what threw me off was, I was gonna say the liquor store, but then when Nicole said, I don't know if I spelt it right. I said, I didn't
1: know if I remembered the name of this right.
3: Oh, I was like, which I was like, okay, The liquor store definitely doesn't sound Well, I
1: can't just say every liquor store everywhere.
2: (laughs) All right, here's the next question. It's another fill in the blank. My partner is the first person I've ever met who does blank.
1: So it's the first thing I do. Paul,
2: I'm the first person you've ever met who does blank.
1: This is just what came to my mind. Forgets very basic words in English.
2: Ooh, speaking of what you were just talking about. Mine is also... Wait, no, I'm guessing yours. What are you talking about?
0: Oh shit! What? But wait, what I would say about you, right, Adrian? Yeah. Okay. Okay. What would I say about you?
2: Uh, I'm gonna go with the easy one of just like cultural things. First one to eat tamales for Christmas.
0: Oh. Mm. All right. Mine was Adrian's the first person I've met who did biology but didn't go to med school.
2: Ooh.
3: Okay. Ooh, okay. That's okay. <laughs> uh, right. Mine was Nicole's the first person I met who does social insects. Mm-hmm. You guys both went the learning ass nerd Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. we went cultural. <laughs> With a couple of lands in this room. Um, um, I almost said speaks Polish, but I know people who.
2: I knew people from Poland before you. Yeah.
1: No, because I was thinking about like the time I forgot what the word towel was, so I like, ex- had to explain yeah. what it was.
2: <laughs> I think we've yeah. talked about this. I do that even though English is the only language <laughs> I speak. <laughs> um, all right. Next one. Oh, I guess I did do a couple of naughty ones, if that's okay. Uh, this one is What song would describe your partner in the bedroom? Ooh.
0: Is it sad that I immediately felt like we had an upper hand on this? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it probably is.
1: You guys, have prob- you guys have probably talked about this, whereas I don't think we've talked about songs that reflect our sex life.
2: Okay, so I'm answering what would Paul thinks would describe him in bed. You got your answers? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the first th-
3: song that came to my mind, and I, I, th- I think this is a-, a difficult one because it's pretty open-ended. So, part of me thinks she might be choosing like Marvin Gaye, but um, I am gonna go with "Thinking About You" by Frank Ocean.
2: Ooh. A tornado flew around my
0: room, my room before you came. Here, before, yeah, came before the before mess it made <laughs> in Southern California. California. My, my secondary guess, which won't count, Arizona. is uh, don't let's shit. get it on. Thank you for cutting us off. I would have gone for the whole. I album. know you would. We would have been, been in pyramid. <laughs>
2: <in a certain laughs> I was on Super Rich Kisser. Right <laughs> Um, All right, and then Paul, your answer.
0: Mine was Mine was Wet Dreams by J. Cole.
1: Ooh,
2: he's North Carolina. All right, what we got? What we got?
1: So uh, I said, "I will always love you" by Whitney Houston.
2: Ooh, Uh,
1: (laughs) Agent said, "Fast and Furious: Tokyo Drift." (laughs) Damn it!
2: (laughs) Shut up! God
1: damn it!
2: I want a divorce.
0: We could have gotten that one. That one's on me. I will
3: always love you is a pretty good answer, though.
1: I don't know. It was just like instinctual. I was like, I don't even think he's gonna guess this, but this instinctual is he...
2: it took you like ten minutes to write down.
1: Well, I couldn't. Literally, every song, I was like, how do I was like describing it in my head rather than yeah. actually saying a song I title in my head.
3: You really think I'm very dramatic, I guess, and high pitched?
1: Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I was just describing the song.
2: All right, real quick one for this one. Your spouse asks you to stop to get fast food for dinner on your way home. Where
0: do you go? This would have really been easier the other way around because I have very strong fast food opinions.
2: Oh, I think you know, though. All right. Yeah.
1: I was going to say, I think Pierce has more, fat, like, stronger fast food opinions, too. I would have known it was Taco Bell. Yeah. I was going to say, for Pierce, I would have known, too. like, immediately Taco Bell, but for what he would get me, I think, so if we were East Coast, I think he would get, like, five guys, but there is no five guys around here, so that's why I'm, like, not sure. There's five guys around here. Is there? Yeah,
2: I used to live by one in Sacramento.
1: Oh, I didn't know that.
0: But does Pierce know that? She has to think about that, too. Ooh. What information does but Pierce But does Pierce
2: have? know that she doesn't know that? She knows <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> But I feel like I'm, it's either that or specifically to get nacho fries from Taco Bell.
2: <laughs> okay. I think Paul knows me very well. I think he's going to get me some cookout. All right. Are we ready to reveal?
1: I was going to go with five guys, I guess.
0: Cookout, motherfucker.
1: Cookout, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <Taco Bell. laughs>
3: All right, one so, point for us, no points yeah, for them. I was thinking of, uh, I was thinking of like, you know, more of a drive-thru place. I did, Five Guys didn't even cross my mind. But mm. she de- it is definitely her favorite, like, burger place. It's, yeah. good, it's a good place, it's a good spot. Um,
0: All right, we are winning by one now, y'all. We're so up one. Watch out.
1: Watch out. We get <laughs> your
2: wedding venue if you guys lose.
1: <laughs> Our relationship is on the line here.
3: I feel disrespected by my own brain.
2: All right, real simple one. What is something you did around your partner that still embarrasses you? All right. You ready? hmm. What is something Paul has done to embarrass? Oh, I remember it. OK, so Paul and I got really drunk at our friend Hunter's house and he was spinning around for some reason and he <laughs> fell because he was spinning and he split his pants on a sharp palmetto tree metal sign that Miss Amy had. Can you explain how old we were? Can you explain (laughs) we were 16 years old? We were 17 or 16. It was in high school. Paul split his (laughs) pants on this blue palmetto sign that Miss Amy had on the porch and we had to find new khakis for Paul to bring home because he couldn't explain to his mom that he had (laughs) hold his khakis right in the butt. (laughs) 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 I hope that's what he wrote.
1: (laughs) Uh, Mine's also a drunken story so that So Pierce was we came back from a party, but Pierce was definitely drunker than I was. He was pretty much blackout, and he said, "So one of our, one of his like old roommates, has a father who is in politics, and so he said he's like, I just want to, you know, I just want to impress him. I just want to like leave a good impression for him." And it had no context whatsoever. But drunkenly, he was telling me this that he wanted to like make him proud, like his friend's father who was in politics. So that's what more? I thought of.
3: That was right. really embarrassing. I had forgotten about that one. <laughs> Ooh, Okay, Apologies, you Forgot Similarly, about. Similarly, I had forgotten
2: about the embarrassing memory you <laughs> <each laughs> brought up. All right, what do we got then, fellas? Um,
3: one time I was really high early in our relationship, about mm. uh, six years ago, and I thought in the heat of the moment it would be funny, and I called Nicole like a bitch in like a joke.
1: straight to my face it wasn't like he was talking about let me me. tell you Nicole doesn't take shit
3: (laughs) yeah (laughs) I forget the full context but she was she said something like oh like oh do you want to go to this other party and I was like no I don't bitch (laughs) <laughs> i don't really remember it was like it he was. took a
1: really long pause and thought about it and then targeted at me bitch <laughs> like aggressively that
3: and i tweet. said it i was like i was like oh man that wasn't funny at all that wasn't read right oh my god what do i i'm such an idiot so and double down i'm still nope no i didn't no i, I
1: apologize really,
2: immediately
0: Pierce, I'm i get so it sorry. you like hip-hop there's a there's a cool way to talk and <laughs> you're just doing that all right wait paul exactly. what's yours
2: what's yours stop stalling
0: Tripped on the stairs with beer. And the reason I thought Adrian wouldn't guess that one is because for years I've been gaslighting him into thinking I didn't remember it because he would constantly, because it was, we were sneaking beer up to my bedroom in high school. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And I tripped and it made a really loud sound and Adrian (laughs) started laughing at me and then he kept trying to roast me for it years later and I kept pretending I didn't remember it to make him sound crazy (laughs) so he couldn't bring it up to make fun Mm
1: -hmm. of me. That's a good move. Nice. That's a smart (laughs) move.
2: yeah. There we are. Honesty floor. I didn't think you remembered that, that's why I didn't say it. Your spouse takes your hand and pulls you to the dance floor. They say that the DJ is playing your song. What song is it?
0: I think you're putting Hello, Lake- Hello Lakeisha by oh, Key Lokish.
2: I did, that's why I said that noise. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: September by Earth, Wind, and Fire.
1: Uh, that would have been a good one. I went more sappy. I went Siegfried by Frank Osh. Because oh. I know you like that song. Oh,
3: that's one of my favorite songs, but I can't imagine a DJ playing it. Well,
1: that's if they did, sad. you would have brought me to the dance floor and said this was my throw song. Throw
3: Them
0: Guns by. <laughs> I put Throw Them Guns by, by Little Ugly. Low ugly mate. Mate.
2: <laughs> that's a good one. That's yes. a good answer. Right? Let's dance to the Throw Them good Guns answer, by. Low good ugly answer. Good answer. <laughs> All right. What is one thing your spouse has that you'd love? To get rid of.
1: Hmm.
0: I wouldn't ever do anything to change you. It's just so hmm. hard to answer. I felt
1: the you love in that You also don't answer. really
0: know
2: much about the physical stuff I own anymore. Yeah,
0: that's true. He would get rid of The his creepy paintings Adrian that painting. are clearly going to come to life. The, the old man paintings.
2: Oh, I don't have, have those anymore. With- I wish I did. I have no idea where they went. Oh, he's got
1: paragraphs about you. <laughs> he just wrote a list. Straight up. <laughs> he, like, with bullet points.
2: All right, y'all ready? Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, let us know what you think Adrian and
2: Nicole
1: yeah you go first
2: it's not what Paul wrote but I know if he was able to walk around my apartment and decide on something to get rid of it would be my Steven Pinker books Luther, <laughs> <laughs> <You loser. laughs>
1: Nicole it's hard for me to think of a specific thing because I am definitely more of the hoarder than he is like, he's more of like a, oh, just get rid of it, just get rid of it. And I'm like, but wait, but wait. Wait, as a
0: biologist, can we ask you how you feel about Steven Pinker? Because if it's not incredibly
2: <laughs> negative, I'm going to be upset, Nicole.
1: I actually don't know who that is.
2: Oh, he's an <laughs> oh, evolutionary okay, psychologist. Uh, Brian and I have talked about him before extensively.
1: Mm. Okay. me and Brian have not talked about him, so. <laughs> um, But I, like, can't think of one particular thing. It's just, like, I feel like I keep knickknacks around that I'm like, well, we might need it eventually, like, I'll keep a bunch of Little like disposable um, so silverware. So, like, the plastic
0: bag collection yes. in, like, the bottom right drawer.
1: Yes, like that. Or I have, like, so much, like, paper and plastic silverware and papers and, and like, mm-hmm. cups and things like that. Because I'm like, well. All the
0: old chopsticks from Chinese restaurants. So yes. Things.
1: Yeah. So, like, things I'm like, well, you don't know. Oh, oh, I think I know. I think Ooh. he's going to put something about the food I keep in the fridge. Ooh. That I'll get food from, like, my parents and I'll keep it for way longer than I should. Because I'm like, but it didn't go bad yet. I haven't opened it. So food in, like, the fridge, that definitely I should get rid of. Pierce is giving away so much with his eyes.
2: All right, Paul, what'd you write?
0: I put the mushroom lamp. I didn't write it very well, but. The that's mush.
2: Not- <laughs> Phil already broke it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I thought you would have wanted to get rid of it as then you would have wanted it to give it to Phil, who would have appreciated it more than you
3: I put food hoarding.
1: No! <laughs> Damn! Y'all see, love each
3: other. She keeps every piece of food way past its expiration date. Damn. There's like, if we go to a restaurant and she has like two fries left, she'll get
2: a box. Wait, <laughs> Paul, are, are we done? Is that two up? Or are, we, uh, are we still? I think that's well, It's four to five. It's okay. one up, yeah. Mm-hmm. It all comes down to this.
1: Does that mean whether it's a tie or a win? Yep. Hey.
2: On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate the very first meal your mate ever cooked for you? And we'll do, uh, if you're within a one point range, we'll give it to you. The very first meal she ever cooked for me. No, no, no. no you I ever, ever made so, for me. So, Paul, the first meal you cooked for me. Alright, I was, okay, so I was gonna do the intelligent
0: thing and say, okay, if we're hedging our bets by one point, I might as well say 9 in case you said 10 or 8. Because that would give me the ultimate, like you know, a bigger range than just saying ten. But I'm not even going to do that. I think it's ten because I know it was the blackberries from my backyard, the wild blackberries in in the Reese's ice cream, (laughs) and we were high as hell, and we were like sixteen years old. I'm going ten.
3: Okay, so what I presume the first thing I made for Nicole was Annie's mac and cheese because that's like all I made in college. Um, So I have been in an internal debate between. Whether or not she's going to do the cute shit and say 10. Or whether or not she's going to be realistic about Annie's Mac and Cheese and say like, you know, 4, 5. Because uh, it's not like I'm some sort of like wizard of Annie's Mac and Cheese. But I am going to hedge the don't do the, the thing bet. where you like put peas in it or some mustard powder, like your own little flair? Nope. Uh, so I'm going to hedge the bet and I'm going to go ahead and say 9.
2: Wow. Alright. Zero points for this round. I said Paul's first meal for me. Was a 6 out of 10. It's closer to a 5 than a (laughs) 7.
1: And I said, I did think it was Annie's Mac and Cheese, Uh. but I kind of was like, oh, but it was cute. So I said seven out of ten, but closer to a six and an eight because wh- it was Annie's mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah, wait, what yeah. was
2: your what was what what did you think was my first meal for you, Adrian? I did not think that putting blackberries into ice cream is a cooked meal. <laughs> I thought it was when you drunkenly made uh, like Trader Joe's like beef and broccoli for us to eat together in your uh, apartment, and that's about. Yeah, a six I thought out it of 10. was
0: like high school high meal and everything high no, is good. You know what I mean? I mean, it's
2: just I don't think that's cooking a meal. And then likewise, I thought anything that I ate at your house, I assumed your mom made. Although I do remember that, but like again that ice cream that was like that wasn't cooking that was you throwing berries into an ice cream <laughs> yeah. but it
0: was wild berries we picked together
2: well Pierce and Nicole you guys are officially allowed to get married you have beaten hey. me, me and Bob <laughs> um, I was hoping this was gonna end it
1: Yeah, we thought so, this would be the breakup <laughs> that we needed
2: um, okay so big facts no cap and let's end it up that's how we end every episode Pierce knows that uh, Paul what's your big fact my big fact is that koalas have two penises. Is that because it's like a bifurcated penis? Or? Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: but the but the women also have um, two vaginas. Wait, ah. Pierce,
0: are you a learning ass nerd? Are you in grad school?
3: <laughs> no, no, I'm a I'm a code <laughs> monkey. A <land. laughs>
0: um, big fact: the world is moving so fast, and people have lost their sense of tradition. And I think my big fact for this episode is: look to Nicole and Pierce, like you can still find love and you can get married in this world and it's it's different and it's tougher and you can look to your parents and think oh that's something i want but like who even does that anymore you know global warming's coming it's going to kill all of us would my child even have a future on this desolate earth in the future everything is dying what's the point but nah you can still try your best you can still find love
2: is that it <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, my no cap is don't get married to a woman, get married to the game, bruh. Ooh. All right, big uh, facts, no cap. Uh, Nicole raps. Uh, Nicole, you gonna freestyle? I'm uh, gonna put on a couple beats for you. I'm uh, gonna throw some words at you. Oh, is this how it ends? Yeah, have you watched, uh, you've listened to the episodes, right?
1: Yeah, I don't remember any of this, but okay.
2: All right. Are you down <laughs> for this? <laughs> no, you can just say a, a, a big fact, no cap.
1: Uh, Big fact, do what you want. Everyone. Oh, she good. chose
2: Paul's thing. I'm yeah.
1: oh, sorry. Big fact, Slash no cap Um, Do what you want Someone's going to be disappointed no matter what you choose So you should be happy
3: Not rap
2: Bye A tornado flew around my room Before you came Excuse the mess it made It usually doesn't rain In Southern California Much like Arizona Tears, but body, boy, when I'm thinking about you. Who, no, 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 I've been thinking about you. You, no, know, no, no, I've been thinking about you. Do you think about me still?